This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It is Season 3, Episode 9 of the Golden Beat Podcast, recorded Thursday, November 30th, 2023, with Earl Thomas and myself discussing the start of the 2023-2024 NLL and Vancouver Warriors season. The first game of the season is tonight, Friday, December the 1st, against Panther City. Have a listen to Earl and I's breakdown of the team as the season gets started. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Thursday, November 30th edition of the Golden View Podcast, and we are one day away from the 2023-2024 NLL season and the start of the Vancouver Warriors regular season. Earl, how are you? I'm really well. I'm really looking forward to the opening night. And uh, that was a great interview that Kirk Malofsky was on, uh, Don and Dolly. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was fantastic. But I think one thing we should start talking about right off the top is we got a little bit of that inside ourselves, didn't we? Why? Because we went to the... The season ticket holder event last Saturday, and we got to meet the players. And right. uh, yeah, it was it was really good. I first talked to Aaron Bold, which I didn't plan, but that's what I wanted because when he signed, I knew that oh yeah, let's do be a season ticket holder. And then Kurt came. Actually, Kurt was first, and then Aaron was signed. So uh, yeah, it was very encouraging. Really nice guys. Yeah, they're really pumped, and uh, a lot of them, you know, are just. You know, because Kurt came, like Matt Beers, he he came back. Or James Ray, he, he came back too. Right. So because they know Kurt. Right. And so what we're going to do is we're going to run through all our season preview ideas and talk about a lot of the stuff. But yeah, I mean, let's start with the Kurt Malosky thing, because we kind of mentioned that we talked to him at the practice and I asked that question. But that was one of the things that really kicked off the offseason for the Warriors with the fact that Kurt Malosky came to Vancouver from Calgary. And one of the things I didn't know until we heard the interview with Don Taylor and, and uh, Rick Dollywell was that he was actually a free agent. So I don't know the, the specifics of that, but a good move by the Aquilini family to um, get Kurt to come to Vancouver. And not only that, I think Kurt alluded to it, to it a little bit when we talked to him too, was after a four and 14 season like that, um, this team is at a crossroads really, right? Because, there's just like there's there's just nothing going on with this team to get excited about when they keep getting beat all the time, and you know you want to see this team have some success. So we we talked a little bit about Kurt Malosky coming, and then you mentioned the Aaron Bolt signing. Why don't you go through that a little bit? Well, you know he came last year. He was cut. I think it was in Halifax, right? And he didn't play right away, but to realize that it you know takes some time to get back into the swing of things because he hadn't played much and right. yeah and it, it, it's surprising to me that I didn't know coaches 
could become free agents. And they go, I didn't know they what, this, what the circumstances of that were either. Um, but it's interesting, right? Because you mentioned off the top, one, that Aaron Bold was going to have to resign, which he did. Two, that, um, you know, with Kermolowski coming, that was two things that set things in motion um, for the Warriors in the offseason. Then the next thing we covered, and I know we covered it in the spring, uh, was the draft, right? So um, talk a little bit about the draft as well. Yeah, the draft. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh... Here, I'm just bringing it up now. Sure. I'm just going to put something from the draft that's up here too, because here's, <laughs> a, here's a Twitter picture of Connor, who is the goalie for the Warriors. Uh, we met him at the season ticket holder events, and we know that he's 20 years old. He mentioned to me that he uh, is going to school in Ontario, moving back and forth uh, with the Warriors on their practice roster, obviously with Aaron Bold, which I want you to talk about, and with Aiden Walsh, who's back for another season. Right. Now, the draft class was round one. Pick four was Peyton Cormier. Right. Uh, left forward. Pick seven was Brock Haley. Right. Right forward. Pick nine was Braden Laity, who I did meet. He's a really young guy at, at right. the uh, event. And he's a right defenseman. Pick 18, Connor O'Toole, who you've talked about, yeah, the goalie. Yeah, there's Connor right there. So Connor was drafted as a goalie. That was their pick 18. Okay. Round, so now round we've... Three. Yeah, go ahead. Round three... Uh, Pick 40, Alex Stathakis. I don't know. I'm, I hope I'm not killing his name. He's a forward. Uh, round four, pick 55, Sam Handley, right forward. And rounding it out at round six, pick 84, Drew and Andre, right forward. There you have it. Okay, so that covers the draft. That covers the offseason. He's with Kurt Malowski. It covers the offseason with Aaron Bold. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other acquisitions too, because we spoke with a few of those guys last week. Um, and one of the guys that we spoke with was Matt Beers. And it was really interesting to hear Matt talk about a little bit about how um, that was one of the reasons why he came back to Vancouver was because Kurt joined. Yeah, he was our captain before, and then he went to Calgary. Right. He's uh, a 12-year NNL veteran. He was a champion in 2010. For the right. NLL, 193 games, 131 points, 602 penalty minutes, right? A thousand and one loose balls, and he right. he finishes with the quote: "The Warriors fans have been great. I think we can feed off that and make Vancouver a very tough place to play." Yeah, just looking at some more interesting stuff here from the NLL on Twitter too, on this account because what's here is. Graham Perrell, players who played in the Russ's last game of 2023 who are no longer on the team. There's Matt Beers. We recognize Ryan Dilks. We recognize Reese Dutch. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else there that I recognize. Um, and we don't know what happened to Bouquet. I was trying to find out what happened to Alex Bouquet as well. After his last season with mm -hmm. the Russian, I remember the game he came to. He played against Vancouver, the one game where, um, you know, he kind of stood on his head. I don't have the exact stats, but after being our goalie a couple of years ago, and then we went through that whole goalie mill last year with, Steve Fryer and Aiden Walsh and Aaron Bold. It seems one of the things that stabilized that Kurt's done as well uh, is the fact that they have Bold and Walsh now with uh, Connor O'Toole backing them up on the practice roster. Yeah, and in the experience of Bold, I mean, he's been a champion, NLL champion at Edmonton. He's won a man cup. I'm not sure if he won a Minto cup, but he's been a champion wherever he goes. 
Right. And I'm I'm excited about the season because during the off season, mm-hmm. once Kurt was signed, right, I'd never seen so much action on Twitter about you know just going yeah, on. Right. They're really promoting it. They didn't promote it that much before. It wasn't much to promote four and fourteen. I mean, they were just well, really, that's what we said, right? And Kurt said yeah. that like how Kurt said that to us like how is a team going to continue to do in a market like this, turning in records like that, right, without any serious. Um, gains right and we said that last year the last game of the season we went against the new york riptide that there was eight or nine thousand people there and man imagine if they put a winning product on the floor i know one of the things i thought about too was like even if this team finished with around a 500 record nine and nine ten and eight something i get the impression from talking to kurt he's not gonna accept um you know what um what's a goal for this team for this season like what's a the Warriors had a good season. And then we should look at the Warriors had a great season. What do you think a good season is? I think the goal is for them to be tough. Right. For when they come into Vancouver, where they go to, to get a lot of action through the league. Oh, look at this Vancouver team. Like, look at Kurt. He, right. he was the coach of the year last year. Right. Where, where do you find a coach of the year not staying? You know, uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. I don't, you know, I don't know what went on in Calgary, but it's interesting to see what happened, isn't it? Because, yeah, I, I, I mean, he, he, he left, but it sounds like he was a free agent. So, um, I'm going to run a couple of things here too that I had listed. Um, I know you've got a, you've got a, a few things. One of the things that was roundly discussed, I don't know if you saw it, was this unified schedule and the balanced schedule of the season. And the Warriors have spun it or put it in their press release in such a way. See, every team in the league gets taken on and compete against every team for playoff positioning. The schedule also guarantees that every team in the National Cross League will visit Vancouver within a two-year span, which is kind of cool, right? I mean, it's interesting. And so the Warriors play 18 regular season games, like we know, nine home games at Rogers Arena. Home opening face-offs are all at 7 o'clock. A couple of things I wanted to share, and then you can share some stuff. Warriors play Friday night eight times, five times at home, Saturday night 10 times, including four times at home. And let's talk a little bit about your notes, what you had, and then tomorrow night's opening game against Panther City. By the way, Ben, that's great analysis. And the one thing I noted first, oh, you're welcome. I noticed first is there's no East-West anymore, no West-East. Right. It's all, right. it's the top eight teams. What do you think yeah, about that? I like that top eight teams thing. I mean, you know, the, last year, obviously, the Warriors finished last in West, in the West. But, I mean, we knew they weren't going to make the playoffs, even though we saw some games where they beat co- teams like Colorado, the Mammoth, right? I like yeah. that format. Um, I think the teams who are the best teams with the, with the best records and, the, and the, the best point total should make the playoffs. Um, I, I think that applies across any, across any league that I watch, whether it's hockey or even, you know, we, you and I have talked earlier about how they changed the, the baseball playoff format with some of those wildcard games. Yeah. I'd rather see the best teams make it in each division and, and then square off, you know. I just don't see um, a playoff format where you're, where, you're, where you're allowing, does anything in terms of allowing weaker teams, obviously, uh, other than the fact that it's more, <laughs> you know, it's more playoff games, it's more money and more revenue. Right. 
I think and it's so, a good idea. Yeah, no, I do too. But, 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 I, but also, you know, when you're used to it, they've gone 30 years, over 30 years in LA was being right. around. I mean, so when you're used to East and West, you know, it's an adjustment because I always like to look in the East and the West and who's leading and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, it, it is an adjustment. It is an adjustment, right? I mean, I mean, that's all part of it. But while you share your breakdown of some stuff, I've got something on the screen here as well. It's important. This is from the Langley Thunder. This came up on Twitter. And we know that the Langley Thunder because we watched them play in the WLA this past season, the Western Lacrosse Association. And so the Langley Thunder, while you get to your stuff, um, has a list of players in the NLL that are on that roster. So I just want to share that while you move to breaking down some of the home dates. Okay. I, I, want, to, I want to look also at one interesting fact, is they got a player, Subic Jackson, from Las Vegas. Uh, and they've, they've got 11 players here that have not played for the Vancouver Warriors. They have 11 that stayed. And of the new right. players, Ryan Dilks, he's a three-time right. NLL 2016 defensive player champion. Right. He's a three-time champion and a defensive. He was defensive player in 2016. Okay. 176 games, 101 points, 713 right. loose balls. Going along with Reed Bowering, this is going to be dynamic. Right. 99 yeah, no, and 264 caused turnovers. His okay. quote is, what we're doing with the team, the direction we're going is huge. Of course, the return of Keegan Ball, we wanted him to come back because he's got, right. was it, 40 goals each past season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 17 games last year. 87 points. He was yep. voted the most valuable player by the fans. Team leader in goals. Assists yep. 50, 55. Uh, now, shots on goal were ready to become a playoff team. That's his quote. That's the direction we are headed. What's interesting, too, about Keegan Ball is he only signed a one-year contract, so we'll see what happens after this season, right? I'm yeah. assuming he's going to stay, and we saw him, obviously in the NLL kind of off-season, even though there's playoffs going on, playing in the WLA for the newest Mr. Salmon Bellies. So we did yeah. see that, and we saw him play throughout the season there and play in the Man Cup. So uh, you and I were lucky enough to go to the Man Cup in September because uh, the U.S. was hosting the Man Cup, and we saw the Six Nations Chiefs and the Bellies square off in an epic piece of lacrosse. And I think I remember saying to you at the time, it'd be nice to see the Warriors play some games like this this season especially if there was a playoff uh, tilt, right? Or even if we hosted a home playoff game, imagine what that would do for uh, lacrosse in the city and the province, even though we know what a big sport it is. Um, you know, that out. would be huge. I think it imagine would be pretty close. I'm just sharing something here too that I found yesterday. So there's the Warriors uh, opening roster. So let's do a little zoom in on that. So we've talked about Keegan Ball. We talked about Matt Beers. I want to throw some stuff out about Reed Bowering as well. Um, Bowering signed the multi-year contract. Um, he had led Warriors defensemen in scoring with 17 points, ranked seventh among NLL defensemen, second in block shots. We talked a lot about that last year. Second in NLL defensemen for loose balls. We talked quite a bit about that last year's podcast with 210. 
uh, voted best defenseman in Warriors fan voting, NLL Rookie of the Year finalist in 2021-2022 with 42 points. Uh, another tidbit, too, here about Ball. Has built-in chemistry with Ryan Dilks and John Linson in Edmonton. Obviously played with Kevin Crowley, who uh, we heard uh, Kurt Miloski talk about in the interview on Donnie and Dolly with the new Westminster Salmon Valleys. And Matt Beers was a teammate of Ball's two years ago. And so there's the roster. So let's run down this roster a little bit because a yeah. couple interesting I'm things add, here. I want to add uh, Reed Barring's quote is, we want to show the fans it's not only a good time when we play, but we're a high-quality team. I love their quotes. Right. Yeah, good quotes, and I think it's um, going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I, I, you know, this roster is interesting, right? It says their hometown, yep. but it, it's too bad it doesn't say other affil- excuse me affiliations with with other teams um obviously balls from squamish but i thought it might say um i guess we have to infer what team they play for we can research that but let's move on now to and this is mm-hmm. another important previewing tomorrow night's game against panther city because i think that's just as important um as all the other stuff that we've covered today well, Panther City is really interesting because I remember right. when they came into the league, right. we beat them 18-11. We right. went down there and played them and lost. That's Panther right. City went on a winning streak of about five or six games, and I was following them just over the the web, the NLL website, and right. they were getting close to being in a playoff, and they got in the playoffs last year for the first time. So Panther right. City has got some new Westminster flavor to it. Will right. Malcolm okay. and his brother. You know, so it's right, okay. it's going to be a tough game, I think. But I'm, re- you know, I, I'm really expecting a, a good game, and I'm expecting a win. And it it's going to be a, it's going to be totally different than last year. I think it is going to be different than last year. I think any anytime you start a regular season, um, you look at it with a sense of optimism and positivity, right? And you try to right. see. Um, you know, how the team is going to perform this season. And, and given all the changes in the offseason, um, I would suggest that it's going to be a successful season, um, you know, in terms of we talked about records, we talked about playoff, um, all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm actually just trying to find some stuff. I had some stuff here on Panther City um, in terms of, a roster and why while I do that why don't you give us a few more bits of information on Panther City well the coach of the year Kaluski was the coach of right. the year last year yeah so that's nothing okay. to sneeze about uh right. also you know they're playing Panther City but the next game at home I don't say any game uh any team in the NLL is easy but the Georgia Swarm did not win very many games last year, and they are the second game, December the sixteenth, Saturday, at seven p.m. I'm just showing. Win the, that uh, first game, and then, you know, the the fan the fans will increase. I'm I'm sure because they were they were loyal even though we were were losing, right? At a record, yeah. Okay, I'm just showing some uh, some Panther City stuff here. We got the Fords. We showed the forwards roster. We got Will Malcolm, uh, defenseman. Anybody of recognition there for you? I'm just going to share that. 
Another note is their goalie uh, last year, I'm sure it was him, mm -hmm. uh, he scored a goal. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great things happen in the NLL, that's for sure. It's an exciting well, league. Yeah, no, I think that's true. Here's their defense. Pat Foley, Liam Patton, Connor Sellers, Evan Messenger, Brent Mitchell, Ronan Pooch, Dylan Hutchinson, Brandon Goodwin, Matt Hosick. Anybody else there? Um, Evan Messenger. He, okay. he played junior here. I think it was in Delta. And he also okay. played for the Vancouver Self. And Evan Messenger plays for the Nanaimo Timberman in the WLA. So it's interesting that he is there. Yeah, lots of local flavor, right? I mean, that's the thing that we realize and as we've done this more and more, is how much local actual flavor that there is. And one thing we want to cover here, just as our one of our last shares about Panther City, um, is goaltending because I know you, I I know you mentioned that last year as well. Yeah. So we so we have Nick, Nick Demood, right? And what's He's happening the guy with who Nick Demood? He scored. He he right. scored the goal okay. last year. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Nick Demood. Um, I had a couple of good things actually trying to find it too on Panther City because I think when we're doing a Warriors season preview, but what I always think we try to do here is we try to provide a preview of the game that's not just focused on the Warriors, right? And we want to talk about the other teams that the other team that's playing, what's happening with, um, you know, what's happening in Panther City. It's interesting to to know about the other the other NLL teams. Another thing, great thing I found on um, Twitter, and I'm trying to think of the gentleman who shared it. Um, is this it is an nll depth chart which i thought was really cool which we could use throughout this season so i went to the warriors naturally uh adam charlambides is another guy that we haven't really talked about uh we're interested to see what his role is like this year um there's our defense we know brett minsky's back as the captain steph charbonneau's there reed bowering's there and we didn't cover, but you and I talked about it, and it's not a lot of time. There's a fact that Sean Evans actually retired. Yeah. So that's another yeah, one. He lead, he's led the league in, in a lot of categories, you know, fifth or seventh right. or you forget. He, a lot of penalties, too. Owen Grant right. is, is really a good one because Kurt, like during the offseason and when they made their uh, signs. Right. The he speaks really highly of Owen Grant, and I don't know him well. He must be new. Okay, all right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up here. Thanks for doing this week, and you'll okay. be back sporadically throughout the season when you have time as an occasional okay. guest appearance. Thank you for doing this week to kick the season off, and you did a great job last season. And we'll talk to everyone soon. So there you go, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Season 3, Episode 9 of the Golden Beef Podcast as the Vancouver Warriors get set to start their 2023-2024 NLL season. As I mentioned off the top of the show and during the show, Earl will be back periodically throughout the season to break down the Warriors, and I'll talk to you next time. This is the Golden Beef. Podcast.
Golden Bee Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.